What's up, everybody? I am Adam Frex, and you are listening to Talking Dynasty. Today, I am with a special guest, probably one of the most knowledgeable sports fans that uh, I can think of, which is a huge, uh, uh, big thing with me because most of my, my circle, I would say, were pretty knowledgeable sports fans. But uh, today, I am with B. Will. How's it going, brother? It's going good, man. Pleasure to be here, brother. Absolutely. So, uh, what was your what's your first thoughts when it comes to the the draft when it comes to the Chiefs? <sighs> Overall draft, man, I'm just happy. I'm happy for live sports. It was just good to sit back and watch something that was relevant to today. Um, but the Chiefs, I, I mean, for the picks that they had, I think they did decent, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't too messed up about what they did, man. I think they they. I would have liked for them to hit a wide receiver before they hit that running back. Uh, but I, I ain't messed up about it. Yeah, I think it was one of those deals where, uh, like we were saying this before, I think that was one spot where I, I think the Chiefs could afford a luxury pick mm-hmm. before they start dumping into, okay, we have to hit the knees, hit the, the, knees the, the depth for <laughs> the uh, – for defense mainly because there's there is especially in the the secondary there's a defici- deficiency just based on numbers that if they wouldn't have hit at least one defensive back which they end up jumping back into the seventh round and picking up another D back. See, yeah, I, I quit watching after the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, see, that's I watched after the fifth round. I was like, the Chiefs are done, and you know. Uh, the, Really, anything fourth through seventh round are guys who they might not even be on the team ever. Yeah, they might be practice squad. They might get released at training camp. Yeah, um, I, I think they needed defense bad. Uh, the secondary. You got a uh, what's the, what's the rookie from last year? He got hurt. Uh, fit, no, not uh, you got Thornhill. Thornhill. Thornhill got hurt. Juan Thornhill got hurt. So he come off that ACL injury. So he ain't gonna be ready to like midway through the season. Um, we lost Kendall Fuller. Yeah, good. The, one of the best slot um, cover corners in the league, and you got Breland coming on for only one more year. So you want to get somebody in Spag's system. Everybody know how difficult the system is to pick up. You want to kind of get them in there now or groom them up for next for the year after next uh, twenty twenty one season to see you know to see what you're gonna get. So my thing with the the. The, the D-backs, mainly the cornerbacks in specific. So mm-hmm. you're, you're going into the season with Breland and Ward, which I think is a good one-two because yeah. obviously that's what we went with last year. Uh, I know Fuller struggled last year, but he was uh, – he ended up playing safety at the end of the year. So right. his, his – His versatility. It's, you can't – you can't undermine how versatile he was for us. Definitely. Uh, and then at that point, you're going in there with Rashad Fenton, and that's a guy that he, – Yeah, he had some good plays. He did, but it's down a stretch. It, I agree, but it, going into the season, I don't think it's a guy that you can plug in and be like, boom, that's either our slot right, receiver right. or that's definitely our number three receiver. And uh, with the Chiefs, the, the weirdest thing is – or the, the most uh, – the hardest thing for them is the salary cap that they're playing with right yeah, now. Ain't a lot of luck. Ain't a lot of loot. 
so with with that, you have to, you know, who's under contract right now, making seven, eight, nine, ten million. I don't think it's going to be on the team when the season starts. There's going to be somebody who's on the team now. It's going to get cut. Yeah. So, and, and I've been saying this for a while. I think it, if anybody, it's uh, Duvernay Tardif. So if you can mm-hmm. cut anybody, mm-hmm. that would be one who's expendable. I don't think it's one of those deals where I think if Chris Jones would have been gone, he would have been traded already. Right, right. I was looking to see was he going to be traded during draft night. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, in a perfect world, we, we keep Chris Jones, man. You, I mean, you've got to keep Chris Jones. At, I mean, least, at least for another season. And, and, and I think – I think Mahomes is the type of guy, he's a team player, he's about to get paid out the wazoo for, for endorsements anyway, that he might take, you know, a little hit just to keep him on board. I mean, like, him and him and Frank uh, Clark are down in that line, man, you seen him, and they wasn't even all the way 100% healthy. None, none of the year they both were 100% yeah, healthy. Yeah, not, not – well, Frank Clark didn't seem healthy at all, really, until the end of the season. And then, and then oh, boy, uh, Chris Jones got hurt. Towards it in the playoffs, right? Run. So when Frank Clark was at his healthiest, right, that's when Chris Jones had got injured playing basketball in the locker room, uh, and that, and I'd always been under the assumption that you just don't see two one hundred million dollar players on the line. So I was once yeah. once we signed Frank Clark, that was kind of like the writing on the wall for me. Unfortunately, because I, I think Chris Jones is more impactful to the wrestling line than Frank Clark is, if that definitely, makes sense. Definitely, definitely. So when we did sign, or when we traded for Frank Clark and then signed him to that contract, I didn't hate the player adding to our team. I hated the contract and the consequences that would go along with it yeah, later on. Right. So, uh, But if it's one of those things, man, where someone maybe instead of Pat taking $40 million, he pulls up a 33, 34, and like you said, with those endorsements, he's going to be the closest thing I think the NFL has ever seen to LeBron James as far as marketability-wise. Definitely. So if he's willing to do something like that, and another reason why the Patriots were so successful for so long is because Tom was being a team player. Exactly. He knew that if I'm making the top money, I can't be bringing these guys in to consistently – be a championship caliber team. Definitely. So it's one of those deals where best case scenario, you know, Pat takes, you know, $7 million less than we anticipate. We have the availability to kind of keep them. And because we seen it this, this year, you can fill those other spots with patchwork players, especially, you know, you got – uh, the linebackers, uh, who I would consider pretty much patchwork, we gave Anthony Hitchens a shit ton of money. Damn, my God, that's one of the worst pickups on the defensive side in the last five years. I, like, he just—is it the scheme or what? He just ain't been playing like he was playing in Dallas. I agree, and and it's it's you know it's kind of at a fault to his contract because if he's making you know two and a half, three and a half million in this salary cap. It's an okay pickup, but you got you're paying this middle linebacker mm-hmm. ten million. Oh, we need you to produce like a ten million dollar a year it linebacker. Was, now, a second round pick, uh, the kid out of LSU, uh, Willie Gay Jr. Willie Gay Jr. He's middle linebacker. Yes, yes. So maybe that could be the guy that gets ran out of town is Hitches. 
I, I, yeah, we kind of just, uh, I'm not sure how much we'd say it would save something on him now, which I don't think would be a bad idea, man, because I don't think that he is that impactful He's enough. Not. Uh, between so like it, for me it's like do you see a drop off between Hitchens and a guy like Ben Neiman and now you bring Willie Gay Jr. In. and Ben Neiman was okay exactly Ben Neiman played played ball exactly so and and he was he was he was I won't say he was really good but he was very serviceable for Definitely. the time that we needed him Definitely. and at best that's what you would call Hitchens too is okay he's very serviceable he's a guy who. You know, a lot of these guys, their resume looks better now because they won a Super Bowl. But if you kind of take that away and you look at them for what they were uh, as a player throughout the year, even the last couple of years that they were on the team, uh, Hitchens has been disappointing. Yeah, him and Raglan. I'm glad Raglan gone too. So am I. Uh, I've been arguing with Mayo about fucking Raglan because he was huge on that Raglan thing. Oh, I, and that man. was just a pure, hey, I think I met this guy out in public. He <laughs> said, what's up? And, you know, and I love this guy. Like, nah, you need to stop jocking. Come right? on, Mayo. Yeah, no, not at all. So, uh, but, yeah, as far as the Chiefs, I think that Willie Gay pick uh hugely underrated. He I got, think so. He got, uh, you know, he only started six games at Mississippi State, I believe it, but they say he was a first-round talent. He just – Off the field issue. Off the field. And it's not even nothing that's, like, major to where he's getting in trouble with law enforcement. It was uh, academics, which yeah, not, a huge, yeah, right. not a huge deal for me when you're, you're talking about a player that you're bringing into the NFL. And the other one was – uh, he got into the fight with, uh, with the quarterback. Exactly. And he, even then, it's kind of – They said that was overblown too. Which is also what I've heard too. So it's just kind of – at that point, it's just kind of – if you bring a guy in that talented and you can get him in a second round, uh, the lower second round for the amount of ability that he has and the, uh, you know, the potential that the potential. he could possibly bring. Just a beast. Yeah. Middle linebacker, explosive speed, sideline to sideline. And he just had that twitch about him, and he just – And he wraps he play, up. He wraps up good. He, he wraps I mean, he played up. in the SEC, so you see he was, what, 40-something? 40, 40 when I was looking at it in the fourth round, he was like 40-something players out of the SEC or 40. Yeah. He ten out of, average 10 out of every round. Just even watching the first round and just watching LSU, Alabama, and then, you you know, you would end up hitting these other schools with the Mississippi States and the Clint, well, Clemson's yeah, ACC. But, yeah, but Clemson yeah. might as well be ACC yeah. or SEC. Yeah, but. Clemson's – Clemson's a powerhouse now, and they can keep up with the SEC top tier teams, which Definitely. is not 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 a whole lot of teams outside of the SEC can say that. So, uh, what was your biggest surprise of the draft? It doesn't have to be Chiefs; it could be anything. Uh, biggest surprise of the draft, uh, besides uh, who was that? CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides CD Lamb snatching his phone back. Yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, – I seen something saying uh, his Madden awareness skill needs to be at 100. Yeah, just he was based on, on that. He so, was on it, man. Yes. Um, let's see here, man. I, I kind of surprised that uh, Philly went on and took old boy that early. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yes. No, that's – yeah. I mean, I mean, what is that really saying to me? What that's saying, I don't think that I don't think Carson uh, Wentz is in any kind of trouble. 
I just think you got a brilliant offensive mind back there, which was our old offensive coordinator. Right. And uh, I think he he thinks he can do something with him. You, you know think it's mean? like the, the, the Tatum Hill type of thing yeah. that, that New Sean Orleans Payton did? Yeah. Famous. yeah, I think that's what's going on. I also think that's that, that's what's going on with uh, – what the Raiders did, uh, drafting that kid out of Kentucky. I, I actually got the – I'm not a big college football buff, but I did watch him play like three or four games for some reason. Uh, and he was just like Antoine Randall meets Cordell Stewart meets whoever else you want to plug. I mean, he was just dynamic. Like Right, and the the offense that they had built around him was just dynamic, and it just started him. He was he – was, well, Players like that get so underestimated, like what Antoine Randall was to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Definitely. Like, and it, it was before his time. Oh, way before his time, man. If he could have been in the league now, he would have probably been first, second-round pick. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. So versatile. So versatile. So, and teams are now willing to – to do more stuff within their offense. It's not that pure old-school offense, run, run, pass, or even just, uh, you know, if, if, if it was a, a passing team. It's not your Warren Moon. It ain't the run and shoot. Yeah, it ain't your Warren Moon anymore. So they're willing to do stuff, and they're willing to bring the quarterback out for a couple plays, a drive. To bring in a more dynamic offensive player that has a double, dual threat capability. Right, just to show something. I mean, because if you're bringing – who would have ever thought 10 years ago, you're like, hey, I'm going to bring Drew Brees out for a couple series just to – it wasn't going to happen. You're like, no, I'm going to bring Drew Brees to get the ball in every single play. So I see it happening. And which I think, speaking of the Raiders, that's the team. Like, I don't think the Chiefs have really a whole lot to worry about within the AFC West. But, but this is going to be exciting this year. Exactly. The, the Broncos, though, I think the Broncos actually did a little bit better than the Raiders. I think the Raiders made splash picks. I think the Broncos made, and Elway and them boys made some real good methodical picks. And you got to think with just their offseason in general, we'll pick it up Melvin Gordon. So you got Melvin Gordon, you got Philip Lindsay back there. And it's kind of a right. d- which different was, pace back. And- which was surprising because if you're Philip Lindsay, I might be a little bit salty that. Melvin Gordon got that contract before I did, and I'm on this team. Yeah, but he had a down year last year. He did have a down year. He had a down year last year. What that his rookie year he went for a thousand. Right, and it, and, and you that, know, and probably some of that was politics within the team. It's like we're not gonna let you get all this usage, so you can build these stats up. So where there, where you feeling like you are, uh, you you just you just, you deserve that money. You know what I mean? Right. Just out the gate. So I, I think a lot of politics happen in football like that all the time. Well, especially when you're a bad team, you have the availability to pull those players out. Like ah, exactly. we're a bad team anyways. We're gonna see what we got with these other guys. So in that situation, it definitely makes sense because now it gives you more of that power of leverage of how much, especially a running back. It must suck to be. A man, top running back in the crazy. league this year. I don't even, man. I don't even know what kind of mess that is. It's just like some. Oh, it's so it's so agonizing. It's like you you. It's the bull. You you. It's your workhorse, mm-hmm. and you and you it. You score all the touchdowns. You get all the glory, but you don't get none of that back. And it's just like you touch the ball more than anybody, other than the quarterback. It's ridiculous. Like man. it's, and you're you know a wide receiver. If you get a hundred catches that's fantastic but if as a running back if you have 
200 carries, that's not even, you wasn't even the full-time number one workhorse mm -hmm. that year. So mm -hmm. it's, just, it's crazy. And you'll be lucky to get $4 million contract with 200 carries and 900 yards. You're so. taking the biggest beating. Oh, for sure. And you're going to have the shortest career out of almost yep. anybody. Yep. So Because after 30, we've seen it. Like, just, in which that's, you know, that's, the value completely drops off after 30, but I'm just surprised that these guys don't get paid. Uh, and that's kind of the structure of uh, the the contracts as they come in that you, we got you for a minimum of four years and there's mm -hmm. nothing you can do about mm -hmm. it. So. I, and I think that's what um, picking up the kid, I forget his name, and the French got the French last name. I forget his name. The running back we got. Oh, uh Damn, it's, it's running. And Clyde's his first name. Yeah, Clyde. He had a two. He got the double last name. Yeah. Um, getting him, it it really shows that Andy Reid is gonna do something with him. I mean, for you, sure. You, because I mean, after two years, you gotta you gonna have to pay him again. Right. And so he must really see something in him. And you know, some of the analysis were saying, oh, they see a uh, little Westbrook in him and all that. And, uh, I mean, he's just like. He was he's compact. He got the burst. He got the, the the acceleration. Like he gets like top speed real quick. Right, and he also has those like you know like that lower body. Yeah, just like that that you yeah, know he, blade, he can take man. that pounding, and mm -hmm. he's not just a guy who's gonna he can actually run the rock on the inside, which the Chiefs have struggled at. Yeah. Without without a draw, we don't really have no between the tackle game. No, not at all, man. So you know, uh, that's why I wasn't mad at them taking a running back that high because you know there's definitely that talk before the draft. Well, who did we sign though? We just signed somebody. Uh, the kid from DeAndre Washington from, from the Raiders. From the Raiders. Right. Okay, he's serviceable. He special teams look like it. Right. So now at this point, we're pretty deep at running back because you got Damian Williams, Darrell Williams, uh, Thompson, uh, the DeAndre guy Washington, DeAndre Washington, and the, the Rook. Yeah, so that's five rookie. running backs. Right. So that's ain't you. no way we start a season with five running backs. No, nah, not at all. Hardly ever do we start the season with four running backs, let yeah, alone five. So I don't know about D-Train. Yeah, so in which, which is disappointing, man, because he was the guy with all the preseason hype last year. Yep, yep. So and I don't think he can learn the offense that quick. So I, I hope that he learns the offense that's been in his playbook so he can show and prove. But he, he's, it's kind of like he's the same mode of the running back we just got. See, and that's what I was thinking. Like, that's just uh, <laughs> the, the – the similarities are kind of small, compact. You know, D-Train is just fucking ripped and built. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's just interesting that we, we got a guy who's like him in the very first round. So yeah, it's, a little uneasy. It, it does. If you're him, you're uneasy. Uh, you know, obviously Damian Williams ain't going to go anywhere, which I'm not – you won't catch me on that Damian Williams train. I think his uh, – I like Damian Williams year before last. I liked him when 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 Kareem suspended. Right, that was his breakout year, and I I I, I loved what he brought to, to the team that year. Last year, he just get hurt so much. Seeing that that's them nagging little injuries, man. It's just like, come on. 
you know, but he's a running back, so you know it, they take the most beating. Right, right. So it's like you almost like a hypocrite. It's like man, he always hurt. He's like paying more money, but now I can't pay him more money because he because, always hurt. See, and that's that's a tough spot that you're in, both from you know as a general manager and the running back. It's like well, you see the talent, but they're gonna come like well, the talent's never on the field, so. Right. Unless you're J.J. Watt, you ain't getting paid <laughs> to sit yep, fucking yep. on the – Yeah, Watt the only one that get paid get paid to sit on the sideline. I mean, when, when you know what you're getting out of Watt, though. Right, when he's on the field, yeah, top five D linemen. And for him to come back in that like, – to be really – man, I ain't going to say what we should have did, but they should have won that game. Uh, Chiefs versus Houston? Oh, my God. Oh, for sure. For sure. We shouldn't even – they should have beat us by double digits easily. Easily. That was on O'Brien. That's a terrible coaching move. That I was just, on O'Brien. I just knew I, we were up here watching it uh, at Esports, and it was just so subdued. I, I kept decent, you know, uh, stoic approach to it. But I'm back making chicken. Next thing you know, yeah, yep, like, what yep. the hell going on? Yeah. Oh hell no, we didn't do what, dude. In fact, the punt, and it's just like, man, that was a mad move, man. Yeah, it was one of those deals, man, where I was actually, the, the first half I was watching it at the crib, and I was like, all right, fuck this, and I ended up coming up here. Yeah. And then that's when it was like, all right, the shit's starting to tide, and, like, shit was, yeah, that was that was one of the craziest. Well, every damn playoff game this year was just something, something went itself. Just it's, so For us to win by double digits in every single game when we were down double digits in every game, especially that Houston game, you end up winning by 20. That's the asterisk. That's the, that's the asterisk we have by our playoff run. We down by 10 points or more in every game in the playoffs, and we won by 10 points or more in every game. Yeah, it's just, it's it's something else. So. And going into this season, man, obviously each season – and usually you say every team's a little bit different, but we're damn near bringing everybody back. Starter-wise – Almost everybody's coming back. That's just unheard of for really any team to team, let alone a Super Bowl team. So we lost Fuller, we lost Raglan. Who do we lose on offense? Did we lose anybody on offense? Uh, did we? Oh, lose? we lost the backup tight end. No, we lost. Well, we lost the backup tight end and Wisniewski, uh, the left guard, I believe, yep. was his name. Yep. Yeah, he ended up signing. I don't remember where he signed. So. And that was one of those deals. wasn't a huge deal. He came in late in the season. Mm-hmm. Andy's constantly flipping. That's how he got that contract. Because yep. he showed that he could plug and play. He came in with us through the through the through the gauntlet, through the stretch. So, and that interior line that you know, left guard, center, right guard. I think Andy can scheme enough that he doesn't need the greatest players out there. If you're just somewhat serviceable, don't fuck up, and uh, we'll plug you in there. And, we'll be able to get by because uh, I don't think Eric Fisher's, like, great all-pro, <laughs> but I think it's a solid left tackle that it's deserves the, to be on a team. It's and the, starting. the best, worst first-round pick of all time. Yeah, no, that's absolutely – we've had the this, best, worst first-round pick of all time. And it's only based on – so, like, for me, based on uh, how – Crappy that first round pick was for that year. Oh my god! Like that was that one whole. The, that was probably one of the worst drafts in history. It was right. just like you had. And then what was the next year? Who was the next year? Uh, that's when was that, was that luck? the quarterback went first. Yeah, luck. was that it was luck? luck? Yeah, that year. was luck. That was luck. That yeah, was because luck the next year. that was the year that Peyton Manning was uh, sitting out because he got hurt. Yep. Yeah, that was terrible. 
No, because I'm, a lot of people was on that Geno Smith bandwagon. Ooh. One. That one, one, take Geno. So, and if you look at it, the Chiefs did the right move because it was either Eric Fisher or Luke Jokel, and Jokel's not even in the league no more. So, And Hopkins, uh, Lane Hopkins just, went late. He went like 26 or 27 to Houston. I think he was the best player in the draft. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, if you're going to top ten, I think Lane Johnson went to the Eagles. You know, he's a better player than yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric Fisher. But even then, overall, like you said, that's that's like a great way to put it, the best, worst first-round pick we've seen. So, it, it's something that – like, he's serviceable. He, he James Harrison ain't in the league no more, so it makes me feel better about – He just manhandled that kid, man. Yeah. That was like just – Bad. That was trash, man. That was one of the, the, the hardest things to watch was James Harrison. Even at the end of his career on his last leg, still dominating Eric Fisher. So it, it's it end was up, a manhandle. Yeah, it, it's, end up, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things, though, that winning kind of uh, forgives everything. No doubt, no doubt. So because we won that and – as we go back into the season, that stuff's going to start to pop back up. It's, you know, everybody who was on our team now, it's kind of like, yeah, you helped us to the Super Bowl. But I think sometimes when you look at it through a, like an end result view and not really the process view, mm-hmm. I think your vision can be skewed on like what the player is. You know what I mean? Definitely. So I, that the, the process is what I enjoy. It's just kind of – uh, what these guys really are as players and, like, what can you continuously to do to get better each and every season because we did have a lot of faults on, especially defensive-wise. Our linebackers were as close to bad as you could possibly be last year. Yeah, 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 because, I, I mean, yeah. Um. Do we still have Ramik? Was Meeks? What's what was dude's name? Do we do we still even have him? Who's that? Is it Meeks? Uh, or is he gone? No, nah, yeah, I think he's gone. See, that's crazy. I can't even remember. I, I remember Neiman. I remember Hitchens. I remember Raglan. So then you had a uh, Dorian O'Daniel. Dorian O'Daniel. Uh, he came in decent. Darian Lee, Damian Wilson. Oh, Wilson. That's what I was thinking. What's his, his What's his first name? Damian. Damian Wilson. Either Damien, yeah, I believe it's Damien. Wilson. He did. He he was definitely serviceable. I mean, at towards the end of the year, they said the 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 defense was so hard to pick up. I and mean, towards the end of the year, the linebacker stepped up. No, nah, so, so towards the end of the year, you know, and that might have been a deal where we was in a new defense to where none of these players have played in this type of defense before. And we just got off to such a bad start, and finally we did start picking it up. Because Hitchens did, did get a little bit better. Did Terrell Suggs retire? Is he a free agent? What, he has a, he's a free agent, but he hasn't said anything. I don't know. He hasn't retired. He hasn't put out I'll, a retirement I'll Suggs, statement. i take Suggs for the, the veteran. Uh, Minimal? Yeah. So would I. So would I. Easy. For sure. So I think that's the type of players that the Chiefs have to look forward for that plug-in now because – like, it's, like we said, not all these players that have got drafted are going to be on the team. Right. And they're going to have some uh, cap flexibility at some point. They're going to figure something out to where you're going to have to get those guys with that veteran minimum. Bring in 
guys later in the year, like how we brought in uh, Morris Claiborne late in the preseason last year. Yep, yep. That's going to happen. What our team is now is not what it's going to be come start week one. Starting week one. We don't have a schedule yet. Do you know when the schedule's coming out? I don't know. It should be shit. It should be soon. It said April sixteenth, but with all the pandemic, they right. pushed everything back. Well, we do know who we are playing. Who are you excited about? Give me a couple games you're excited about. Tampa, man. Definitely Tampa. Tampa. Um, that's in Tampa. That's in Tampa. See, that's in Tampa. Oh my God! You know my two traveling games that I had before the Tom Brady news was. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Was uh, definitely the Raiders. Yep, Las Vegas. I was going uh, to Vegas, too. and I was going to New Orleans. See, and that's the other one that had been brought up. So Vegas was like a definite, and uh, I think we play at Miami this year. That would have been a nice one. That was the other one that we – maybe, I can't – yeah, because I think we played the AFC East this year. And that was the other one. But once I heard Brady's going to Tampa, like that was – like it, hopefully they've – Open this stuff back up and these types of things. Because that's definitely the two games I was going to. I mean, with the Tampa game too. I mean, it's kind of ironic, man. This ain't the Super Bowl in Tampa this year. It is. Come on. It man. is. This just. It is. This is just. This is just storybook for for old the NFL. Old TB twelve. Oh, man. it is. It is. Come on, man. Then you got Grant coming back. What big news is that? I think they use him more as a, in the slot just for the mismatch. I mean. And then you still got the uh, what was the what was the run? OJ Howard? You still got OJ Howard there, and you still got Cameron Bray. Cameron Bray. Cameron Bray was actually one of the the best targets they had last year, especially within the goals uh, the goal line in the red zone. Um, so I think they keep him for for blocking, and I think OJ Howard. Uh, I think they still fishing him around, but I mean, to me, it's like imagine Chris Godwin outside. Evans outside, and, and Godwin plays a lot of the slot, right? Uh, in that offense, uh, but imagine if you had OJ Howard and, and, and Gronkowski. With a, with one, I mean, what are you gonna do? Is, it, is that a running formation? Is that a passing formation? That's a balanced Tampa Bay formation. And a lot of people are gonna be in trouble, right? To do that. So, and then you have those two receivers out on the outside, yeah. Um, or you can even play Godwin on the slot on the inside with that, and have your yep. I can't think who's their third uh, wide receiver. Well, it was uh, uh, Brett Perryman, but he's gone. I think he went to the Jets. He uh, yeah. replaced yep, yep. Uh, Robbie Anderson. So, uh, but that this might be that formation that when it was Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Not I want to say OJ Hern, uh, uh, Howard is the athlete that Hernandez is, but I think he's Gronk opens him up. You know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. So, I think that – Him or Bray over there. Right, right. One of those guys. I think that if you can pull between the two of those guys 600, 750 yards out of both of them, which that's saying a lot because, you know, you got Godwin and uh, Evans is going to get his. Um, it's interesting, man. It's it's. And then they took a, a, a tackle for their first overall pick. So they're just trying to set Brady up for nothing but success. So this is the conversation I've had with people. And granted, it's super early, but as sports fan, that's kind of what we do. We try to foreshadow uh, shit. Do you think Tampa's the early NFC favorite? 
uh, yeah, with the media. Right. Uh, I, it's, it's still they have to jail, man. And then without being able to, you know, OTAs and who knows what training camp going to be like. <clears throat> Isn't this the year they cut out some of the preseason games? Is it this year? I think it's next year. Is it next year? I think it's next. I'm not 100% sure. Because uh, when they're cutting out the preseason game, that's when they're starting the, the playoffs where only one seed gets a bye. I think they are definitely in the, in, in the, the top three. But I, I didn't see nothing but San Francisco do nothing but get better. So, yeah, and that's where – so I've had this conversation. Who was the wide receiver they got out the draft? Oh shit, I can't think. It was they traded up they, for him. They, yeah, because Emmanuel Sanders is gone. Right. And uh, hold on, where's Emmanuel Sanders at? Is he he in went New to New Orleans. See, yeah, see, that's and you got in that and oh, oh, just it, the AFC oh, South when it's, it's New Orleans, bro. I, I, and, and that's what I'm saying. The media hype is, is mm-hmm. TB12 all the way, but come yeah. on, man, New Orleans defense was pretty savvy at the end of the year, and it's just now it's like. Now you got somebody to rival against. When you Brady and, and, and Breeze, they're gonna be passing each other record-wise, all year, record wise, yep. all year long. So both of them got something to play for, and then they play twice. I mean, New Orleans to me is the is the better team overall. I mean, because you for one, you got the 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 connection. Right. They're, they're well groomed. They've been in there. They, it's third, fourth year that team. That core's been together, if not more. I mean, you got Kamara. Kamara had a bad year last year. Uh, you still got what is it, Latavius Murray there for the uh, the Thunder and the Lightning combo. I mean, you got the best What's fucking wide receiver in the league, with Michael Thomas there, hands down. Uh, in my opinion, hands down. Yeah, and then you got you got you got of course you got Bruce, man, and then you, you add Emmanuel Sanders to that. Emmanuel Sanders, man, in that slot with you know, and you got Ginn on the outside to stretch him out. Right. Oh my God, dude, that's that's Sean Payton is down there just, and then you got the toys and ponies like. Taysom Hill and all them down there. So, seeing that's where I've been on it. So like you got the you probably got the one of the top three corners in the league too. Right, well, shut down corner and their defense is solid, man. You you can't underestimate how uh, good their defense really have been last couple of years. I don't think they were as good last year as it was two years ago. No, they wouldn't. But you can't underestimate that. With defense, there's an ebb and flow. Unless you're like the fucking Baltimore Ravens where you're always somehow a top five, top ten defense. All defenses have an ebb and flow where they're between ten to twenty. So, like you said, I think it's more of a media thing with Tom Brady. And, dude, you won't find a bigger Tom Brady fan in Kansas City other than me. Yeah. I appreciate greatness. Like, I, you know. No doubt. No doubt. He's the as close to Michael Jordan in the NFL as you're you going to get. Yep, that's it. So, but I also try to look things through a realistic view. He's going into an offense that he's never been a part of. He's playing with players he's never played with, other than Gronk. Even Gronk's going into an offense he's never played. Uh, even though I know Arians will kind of. He groom it. Yeah, but he the, put some of that some of that verbiage in there so where he can, you know. But the problem is there's no OTAs, there's no mini camps. What's training camp going to look like? So there's a lot of things that that uh, that go watch, to at the variables. Watching tape is only going to take you so far without actually being able to throw that throw that pigskin around. Exactly the 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 camaraderie of just like having but, the availability to throw the ball to the guys. Tampa Bay really don't have a running game. Nah, at all. I mean, you got Ronald Jones who's been an absolute bust. 
and it's just like okay, but they, their offensive line is, is a little bit better with the upgrades. Um, yeah, I, I see New Orleans. I mean, it's sad what's going on in Atlanta. How you could just fall apart like that after after you you lose the Super Bowl? How you lost it? And I called that. Matter of fact, I did it. I called that that New Orleans or the the Patriots gonna come back. back. Um, I called it at halftime. I probably had about over five hundred comments. On that Facebook post. I share it every year, too, and I was like, see, oh, I told I, was about to say, I share it every year. People was probably like, oh, what you got over there? I share it every year, but um, they just fell apart down there. Uh, Carolina, I don't know what they're doing over there. I mean, uh, I mean, you got Teddy Bridgewater and you got McCaffrey. I think that, that because Bridgewater is always a – thinking duck anyway. I right. think McCaffrey is definitely still the number one pick in your fantasy draft. I was about to say, I think Carolina becomes a, a fantasy. Yep. Hit. You know what I mean? Well, Not so much a great NFL team, but uh, McCaffrey is – I would say he'd probably be the number one player that's getting drafted this year purely based on – you know, most people play PPR. So just purely based on that. Uh, it, and like you said, the Atlanta thing, man, it just went down like a fucking blazing fire. It's just That's now just they don't bad, have any man. running back. Well, That's they got Gurley, but but well, who knows what Gurley is? And and, and, I, and I hope Gurley is is going back to the real Todd Gurley. I agree. I really do hope that he goes. He's going back to that because uh, Gurley was an absolute beast uh, a couple years ago, right before right. he got hurt. So. Well, and the, the crazy thing about Gurley was his descent started to happen the year they went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then they had a – I can't remember their back. Henderson, I think it was. Yep. They He kind of held the rock for the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Then even last year, they, they wouldn't even really give Gurley the touches. So it's kind of like what what the hell is happening here? What's really going on? So, yeah, man, that's, that's definitely exciting. Um, NFC South is definitely – Exciting and probably do you rate them over the MC West? Yeah, for sure. As far as like top to bottom, for sure. Because with the AFC West, there's so much to prove still. You, I mean, it as crazy as it sounds, it Derek Carr might be the second best quarterback as of right now in this division. Um, I think that Drew Locke can overtake him, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's still an unknown, you know what I mean? Like, what, what really is Drew Locke? He didn't play enough or had enough time. And uh, kid got that swag, man. he does, got dude. that swag, he bag. does, you know. And that's a local kid, too. So, yeah. it's, it's I root for him, even though it's tough to, but uh. It's it's what what is he going to actually end up being? That's really the question with the Broncos for me. Um, and Tua going to the Chargers, you know, it's one of those things where I I think Tua sets all year. Tua went Dolphins. Oh yeah, Dolphins. Herbert went Chargers. Herbert sorry. went Chargers. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I think Herbert sets all year, and it they gives, just groom him. They yeah, just, they try to give him the, the 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 Pat Mahomes treatment. But I think that's where uh, they have a damn. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I think it's. I think the Chargers can be more successful with Tyrod Taylor this year than they was with uh, Philip Rivers last year. Yes, because I think Tyrod Taylor has a. He got a little bit more dynamic to him. Not only that, he's not quite the gunslinger like Rivers was. So he's going. They're not going to have as many turnovers. turnovers. Exactly. So and with how good defensively that the Chargers are, I think that's something that plays into what they want as a quarterback is to do just kind of manage the game 
we got beast over here. Hell, they picked up that linebacker, Murray, in the first round too, I believe. Yeah, see, me personally, I wouldn't if I I, I just knew the Chargers were going to pick Isaiah Simmons. And I think that's the pick that they should have had picked. I agree. I mean, just to add on that, don't they? So it's like you got. They say it's Darwin James Jr. Right. It's the same uh, positionless player. Right. So you got both of them out there roaming around with all that speed and all that. Man, come on. And I think you, they, that was it. Right. And I think they got the worst quarterback to pick. I think it's like if there's a bust of a quarterback in the top ten pick, it's Herbert. It's gonna be Herbert. Yeah, for sure. I think with. Uh, Granted, I'm not as big on uh, the kid from uh, LSU that went to Cincinnati, um, Joe. Joe uh, Burrow. Yeah. Not so much because of him, but because of where he went. So I think sometimes yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah, some of that Cincinnati chili, man. Right. So sometimes the quarterback, depending on where you go, will determine the success. And he, I don't know if he's necessarily a guy that you can throw on his back from the get-go and have success. So if I was to guess, I would guess if at any of them, if Tua can sit out this year as well, let him get completely healthy and then play next year. I think he has him or Love, which Love is a complete fucking question mark. Uh, uh, what that was about neither. Yeah, so and that's a guy who may end up sitting for two or three years. It's just like why draft him then? Man, that's that's corny. It's yeah, politics, man. Well, I think that's so much on the relationship between Green Bay's head coach and uh, uh, Rogers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah so <clears throat> they were saying. I heard this the other day. Since they drafted Rodgers, they have not drafted an offensive skill position player in the first round. Ridiculous. It's crazy. He's supposed to be the best best quarterback right in the league for the last at least. Talent-wise, at least the last six, seven years, you for sure. have to say that. For sure. Like, you don't give him no help besides Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams was a second-round pick himself. Right. And I was – another thing I was seeing, like 54% of the wide receiver snaps last year was from undrafted free agents. Yeah, I picked a lot of uh, Lazard. Right. That's, Late in the year for right. my fantasy, that's I, Lazard. That's that's what I'm saying. So and and for them still to go thirteen and three, <laughs> and these are the options that you left available instead of. I don't know. Did they even get a wide receiver? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. I I haven't checked out their draft, but uh, they need they needed a couple. The what the Raiders did, the Packers should have had. Done. Yeah, exactly. Because okay, you. The Raiders know, knew that they were going into the season with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try to set him up with as much success as possible. We got the running back. Let's give him some actual weapons that he needs. Does Derek Carr throw a good deep ball? Well, I was looking at a stat that where they say he he throws he has the the shortest uh, yardage per completion, which I could see that like the last few years. But that also plays into that West Coast offense that Gruden plays. The last few years. Gruden, Gruden was last year's Gruden's Gruden. Gruden's last year was his first year. Last year was it? Was yeah, it? That, it felt like no, 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 two, no. Years. two years. Two years. The yeah. first year he got rid of uh, Amari Cooper. No. Yeah, midway through the season, right? Yeah, but the the, the before the season started, he got rid of the the the, the edge rusher. Oh yeah, uh, dude, that went to Chicago. Oh hey. 
Football season's been out too long. It has, dude. <laughs> it has. It has. Which I was absolutely going. I was, as a Chiefs fan, I was glad to see him go. Damn, I can see him. Like, damn. I can see him the, in my, oh, my some, head. Somebody's saying it right now. Right. They're like, God damn it. How do you guys not know this? Yeah, that, um, that guy. 52, man. 52. Yeah. For the Mac. Mac. Yeah. 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 So, uh, it, and he's never been a deep ball thrower anyways. Because even when he had Jack Del Rio, it's kind of the same type of mm-hmm. deal. It's just. But now you got some burners. Now you got some burners have, out there. You're going to have to throw it up there, You're going to have to throw it up there. So, and. For me, like, ever since Carr got hurt and he, well, he broke his leg, I believe it was, at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not been the same guy ever since. Nope, yeah. He He's been real tender. He was almost MVP caliber before he got hurt. That's that's the <laughs> conversation I've been having about Carr is, like, can he ever reach that, even close to that potential again to even – the Raiders should have won the division that year. Then he yeah. got hurt, and yep. they lost the last couple games because yep. he was hurt, and they ended up playing the Texans in the playoffs. Uh, I think McGloin was their starter after yeah, that. Yeah, McGloin. So well, was he, he was actually playing XFL he ball was. this year. He was playing XFL. He, did, he was serviceable, too, man. That was a pretty good league. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm mad that it's gone. Yeah, that was disappointing that, you know. I think it was one of those deals if this COVID-19 thing never happened, I think they see that play through and – you get another, at least one more season. At least another year at XFL. For sure. So, And I thought it, it wasn't bad entertainment because especially at that time, there was, was really decent. nothing to watch. It was decent football. Right. So, like, I'm, I'm a huge NBA fan, but those NBA games in February and March aren't the most entertaining things to watch. April and May. April. Yeah. Early one, April is when you start watching NBA. Right. Positioning for the, for the playoffs and uh, – you start seeing some of that talent that really didn't get a chance to play throughout the year to, to get to shine. Right. So that, and that's so that was like prime for like XFL, and I seen people starting to attach themselves to teams too. Just yep. kind of like, all right, this is who I'm rooting for. I was rooting for whoever was winning me fantasy. You see, that's kind of how I. I started DraftKings fantasy with that too. I said, well, what, what the hell? I think it was Houston. Houston was the big. Yeah, because that was the they was undefeated and they had that. Uh, Kid, uh, that quarterback. Oh, yeah. He was a, a dual threat. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Me if neither. I couldn't think of Mac name, I sure in the hill That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> How the Chiefs got a quarterback from the XFL. Did we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, who is oh, our backup? That's what I meant to ask you, too. So, early. they end up re-signing Chad Henney, which I don't – I mean, if, honestly, if you could have kept either Henney or uh, Matt uh, – God damn – the dude who came back at the yeah, end of exactly. last year. I would have kept him over. Matt Moore. Matt Moore. I would have kept Matt Moore over Henny because I've never, you know. Henny is, I mean, I guess he just know the system, though. Yeah, and that's true. And the thing is, we haven't seen Henny, but I've seen Henny play other places. And, and I I felt yeah. like I've seen more success with Matt Moore at other places than I have Chad Henny. Henny yeah, like he's taking double shots of Henny before the game <laughs> when he was getting out there with other teams. He's like, come on. Uh, well, he went to Michigan, didn't he? He did. And he was, you know, he was okay at Michigan. He was okay at Michigan. The pros so. just a whole other level, man. It is. Well, other than Brady, Michigan quarterbacks just don't work out. No, nah, they don't. They don't. But uh, uh, I yeah, we got a a Hawaiian kid that was playing for Dallas, I believe so. Yeah. So. Yep, I seen him. He was now he was the best dual threat they had in the league. Right. Yeah, because he would he would rush for almost a hundred and throw for damn near three hundred. He was dope. 
So and you I think Dallas Renegade. I would like to see somebody push Henny back out. So like, cause I'm, you know, hopefully we'll see. So and Reed knows what he's doing with quarterbacks. He knows how to flip quarterbacks too. If not flip quarterbacks, he'll run them through their rookie contract, and they'll end up signing with another team for a. The only quarterback seasons. I don't see that's in the league no more that he that should be that I shouldn't say, but he's old enough to still serviceable in the league is a. Uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Cobb? No, not Kevin Cobb. Yeah, Cobb. He got he went out with injuries, bro. Did he? His con- he, he retired. Yeah, concussions oh. knocked him the fuck out. Like knocked him yep. out. Cobb, Cobb was pretty decent. Yeah, Knox. Yeah, he uh, bro, he only ended up starting like eight games after he got traded to the Cardinals because he just kept getting yep. knocked out of games. He did get paid. <laughs> oh, he, he got, got paid. paid. He, got, he got, paid. got paid. He's straight. He's like, these concuss- fuck this. These concussions are real. He did get paid. He <laughs> and he's got a few people paid. Definitely a quarterback whisperer. You knew he was special when he took old boy uh, San Francisco. Alex Smith? No. Before him. Uh, San Francisco. Come on, man. The Grunt, big no, no. nose. Tanned up, dude. Jeff, Matt Garcia, Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia. When he resurrected Jeff Garcia's yep. career. Yep. That's how you knew he was special. I mean, Jeff Garcia was definitely talented, but, yeah. You're but talking that about, part in his career, yeah. Well, because what happened, well, shit, just for you to even bring that up, because that was like Jeff Garcia went from uh, 49ers and he had success. Then he went to the Browns, which was an absolute horror show. Yeah. And then they end up cutting him f- halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Ends up signing up with Philly, and uh, was it, it was a playoff room, wasn't it? Yeah, it resurrected his career to get another contract in Tampa Bay. So earlier I asked about the AF- I said NFC West, but you took it AFC West, right? So now I'm gonna say we were seeing who was the better stacked division. Is it the NFC South or is it the NFC West? I, I, I say that because I I think Arizona is gonna take a big step this year. Me too. I'm a I'm a I like Kyler Murray, man. It's uh I think I think the Rams fall back a little bit. Well, I I agree because I think now you're leaning more on golf than you've ever wanted to yep. before. I think yep. I think you'll you'll see the holes in golf's game now that you don't have that elite running back like you had. Yep. Um uh, Man, top to bottom, man, Seattle's always going to be decent. Seattle's always going to be decent. You got Russell Wilson. It doesn't really – he can have nobody as a running back, and he got the Lockett kid, and that's really about it. He got DK. DK, DK stepped Metcalf, up. He did, come, he did step up. DK stepped up. And then you got, you got both of those tight ends. Now, see, one of them got hurt. Disley got hurt in the beginning of the year. Right. And then you had the kid Hollister that came in, Jacob it, Hollister. Yeah, no. And now with a double tight end with Chris Carson back there with both of them wide receivers out there, that's that's still kind of like. So, do you believe in any of their running backs? Because they still got. I think Carson. Co- I think Carson is dope. I think Carson is dope. I think the. Uh, they uh, they the, had the a other couple other two. Backs. The other two. Uh, they Rashad can't stay Penny, healthy. Rashad Penny. Penny was a first round pick. So uh, I think he was okay, and um, and it was one more CJ uh, Precise. You Precise. That was the one I was thinking of. Pro everybody but Precise. Yeah, so even if you can go in there with two running backs who are that solid. So, uh, so yeah. And the, know, defense, the Seattle defense is always going to be the Seattle defense. 
they're always going to be solid. They're always going to be solid. Around, at worst, top 15. And yeah. You, you have, at worst, top 15 defense with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You're a Super Bowl. Now, I wonder, did they actually add anything to the offensive line? Because you got – you get. I mean, Russ – Russ is running around. I know he got them kids, the new kids at home. <laughs> He's like, I'm already tired. Come the fuck yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, he was just running around like, oh, my God, last year. So, I wanted to they serv- uh, service that at all. But, um, yeah, if they can you – know, and that would help the run game, too, because I think a lot of that was mm-hmm. part of the run game. The running backs had to make something happen on their own. Yep. So, it, yeah, it's top to bottom, man. It's hard – you got two elites, and you got – I guess you would say Seattle and so, San Fran, and then you got New Orleans and Tampa Bay, and then you got the fringe, which is Atlanta and Carolina and uh, the Rams and Arizona. So I think like that Super Bowl hangover loss, man, it seems to be a real thing at this point. Like – and how much do we believe in Garoppolo? And can that running back system be just as effective this year uh, for San Francisco? <laughs> and also now San Francisco doesn't have that uh, worst-placed uh, scheduling. You know what I mean? It's so true. now you got to play all these teams that have won. That's true. And I, I, I want to say I said in another podcast, if there's anybody that made the playoffs this year that – not going to next year, like San Francisco would be one of my top ones because I'm not a Garoppolo believer as far as being an elite quarterback that no matter what you have around him, he's going to at least have you a playoff caliber team. So yeah, He had a heavy feet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. So That, fourth, that whole fourth quarter, he had a heavy feet, but that was just bad coaching, though, too. Um, I think uh, inexperienced coach. I wouldn't say it's bad because I like their coach. Their I like Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on Shanahan. So and that's where I'm, I'm kind of like I flip flop on that kind of thought because I think Shanahan is the real or can be the real deal still to be determined. So you have Morrison, uh, what's his name? Raheem Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris. You got uh. You got Brita. You got Brita, and you got Tevin Coleman. Right. Uh, Brita kind of he's always hurt. Right. Okay, so now it leaves uh, Raheem and you got uh, Tevin Coleman, which both were. Right. And if, top, I, I give both of them top 20, top 25 backs in the league right now. Well, you know, Morris was the third running back for quite a the, bit of the season. He steamrolled him through the playoffs. No, I know. But, you know, not to bring, keep bringing up Super Bowl, which is crazy, is that he didn't get a touch till damn near the second quarter. Which is crazy. It was like, dude, this dude just came off. 200-plus yards and four touchdowns. Which is crazy. And you got Tevin Coleman. And, and that might have been overthinking it. Right. Like I, I, that, Which, you know, came to our benefit because, uh, you know, the Chiefs were up 10-3 to three after that first quarter. Yeah. Uh, how do you not get this guy trying to start? And once he came in, that's when the ball started rolling for the Niners that they was able to punch us in the mouth and they was more effective. And I think Tevin Coleman's pretty good too. Uh, man, but top to bottom, man, I would probably still go NFC West. Yeah. I'd still go NFC West. I just think I just think Tampa Bay is unproven. Right. And I that, think they like the not no, I'm about to say I think they like the Browns last year. Not like that, but like that. Like you know, everybody tried to crown the Browns from the preseason. Uh, yeah, you got. I mean, yeah, it's Brady, but he's in a whole other system, man. And I mean, <clears throat> they said Arian's system is hella hard to pick up. 
That's saying that's what I've heard. So it's just like, yeah. And then that defense, they could not stop the pass last year. And they didn't really do anything to. I, they they got somebody in free agency, but I can't remember who it was. Running game was they running they run defensive run game was 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 dope. They could not stop the pass though. Right. So and what you don't want out of Brady, who's a forty two year old quarterback, is him throwing the ball forty times a game. Nah, but I, something tells me that that's what they're gonna be doing. Yeah, no, but I man, think you're gonna like, be having fun doing that in an MC South too, where it's all good temperature. You maybe got a point there too, but it's it's. You would think his arm would wear down kind of like a pitcher does throughout the season. But he he doesn't put it like a – I think he does smart. I don't think he has a, wear, a lot of wear and tear on his arm. Like, I, I'm and I'm not no quarterback whisperer. I'm not looking at his throwing angles and his thrust and right. all that type of arm motion and degrees and stuff. But it just doesn't seem like Brady actually ever uses a lot of his arm or shoulders. It's just like he got real good mechanics. That's No, that's true. It's probably the most – Clean mechanic guy. Yeah, you so don't see him not putting a lot into angle. it. So I think he's fresh, man. And then being able to get down there in the, in the humid humidity where the balls kind of shrink on their own. Right. Now you, yeah, you maybe got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be all right, man. You know what I'm saying? The balls get a little bit more give to him down there, man. So ain't no telling. No, yeah, but top to bottom, man, I'd go NFC. So I mean, honestly, you for a top tier, you know, New Orleans is up there with any team in the NFC West. Definitely. So I think that you'd put Seattle on. You still got to put the Niners up there because what they did was real. And their defense is the, and they, defense they lost, is the real deal. They lost the, the, the other inside. The Buckner. The, the Buckner guy. But then they picked up the guy out of um, just to replace, man. They, right. And they, they, traded, uh, they traded with Tampa Bay for that pick. Right. And they went back and still got the same dude that they wanted. Was it old boy out of Auburn? The, you're talking about the wide receiver or the no, D-tackle? No, the D-tackle. Yeah, I seen uh, Bosa had, had tweeted out to him, like, welcome to, I don't remember what they call it, the Hot Boys. I think that's what they call their D-line. Yeah, so their defense is still intact. And, I mean, what wide receiver did they add? They added a, a, a good wide receiver. Yeah, because they, they hopped back in the so first round. It was so many damn wide receivers, man. It was just they said, like, I think 12 went in the first two rounds, or 14 oh went in the first two dude. rounds. Oh bro- broke the record for – uh, wide receivers, and that tells you where the value has went. Definitely. So before there was running backs, man. Mm-hmm. You'd see four or five running backs. You know, obviously quarterbacks still get taken just as much, but uh, well, you can credit that to guys like a John Carter. Uh, who was the dude that went to uh, Colorado to just pass? Uh, rest his soul. Uh, that was Kajana Carter. Wasn't that it? was Kajana. What about the one that went to Penn State though? Number 32 for Penn State. I had his jersey. I was thinking of the kid from Nebraska. Uh, hand up, sir. Oh, you're talking about Armand Green? No, 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 no. no, no. Uh, Lawrence that, Phillips. Lawrence Phillips, yeah. So, just – just. And Lawrence Phillips was – but, see, he had talent. No, he did. He was just – he was a whorehead. Right, but still it's just like when you use picks like that up for running back. And another thing that's happened bad for running backs is – you see guys in the third, fourth, fifth rounds undrafted mm-hmm. pulling up the same production. Mm-hmm. And, hell, we don't have to pay those guys as much for four years. Makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, it's it's one of those deals where I'd hate to be – like, if you're starting my kid out in football, he's not a running back. 
No. Le- wide receiver. Wide receiver, quarterback. Yeah, wide receiver, quarterback. Shit, quarterback. Edge- shit, an edge rusher. Right, that's what I was about to say. Quarterback, edge rusher, shit. No, see. Get him up to. Uh, You're not being as much as precise about it as you should. I want my kid to be a backup quarterback. Yeah, no, that's where it's Watch this Chase Daniel tape. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. You, you want to make, make $45 million? Watch this Chase Daniel tape, son. You get you 10 attempts in a season. <laughs> Just go t- to a Big 12 team. Where no big deal. Get Watch this Chase Daniel tape. Exactly. Just you, You'll be straight, man. You'll throw for 4,000 yards in college, and you won't ever see the field, but somehow you, you throw for can't 40. You throw for 40 in the, in, the, in the league, but you'll be all right, though. Right, right. You get forty a mil for each fucking pass attempt that you ever get. So. Yeah, that's retarded, man. Yeah. He just keeps taking those deals to be a backup, which is crazy. So I he probably gonna be the richest backup to ever play. The oh, game. I think he's probably already there. The thing is, it's like at some point, you know, like your competitive nature would want to kick in. You would think <sighs> his never did. His never was. There was points where he, you know. You got Ryan Fitzpatrick starting for Miami this year. You like a, a place like that to where you're like, All I right. should be able to get in there and compete. Exactly. The closest thing that he had was when he signed back when he signed Chicago, with Philly. Right? Well, no, they because they went. He signed after Trubisky got drafted, I believe. Yeah. But he went to Philly thinking that he had the potential to uh, start because that's when. Uh, not McDermott, but uh, oh shit! Our former O line, our offense coordinator went there, yeah, I can't think his name and either. then they end up drafting Wentz, and then they end up picking up Foles again. He went from thinking he was going to be a starter to for a short string. minute to third string, easy. I think he's in Chicago. Yeah, he's in Chicago now. He ended up signing somewhere. He's in Detroit now, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. He find out now. Now, see, he that was the you think. From Kansas City to uh, – well, he was, in C- he was in New Orleans first. Wow. New Orleans, Kansas yeah. City, Philly, Chicago, now in Dallas. All those systems were kind of the same, I guess, besides Sean Payton, but the different right. Philly and uh, Kansas City and Chicago systems were the same. Yeah, I was about to say, he pretty much stayed, stayed within the same coaching yeah, that's staff. Yeah, that's why they was keeping him because they, they, he knows the verbiage. So, yeah, he lucked in for that one. Uh all right, man, so I'm going to go back on something that I asked you a little bit earlier as far as what was the biggest surprise for the draft, and which was a great point, was uh, the quarterback going to Philly. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Mine was Isaiah Simmons dropping down as far as he did. To take. Arizona, that was Yeah, that's, you know, ridiculous. which I, I think that's great for uh, Arizona. But so for me, I was thinking – because uh, we did a, a mock top ten la- uh, last week, I was thinking number three to Detroit because yeah they didn't have no real need. Who did they pick? Sam Bowie? No, they yeah they got a uh, I think they got a corner. Oh my god, that high? Yeah. So and my problem with and you in the, and you in the NFC North, right? The, yeah. Well, it, my thing is is like when you're up that high. You got to draft for talent, not for need. Or whatever the fuck. They could have needed any fucking position, to be honest with you. They're they're across the board. And I think that Isaiah Simmons could be, you know, a generational type of defensive player. They got a a no-name defense right now. Exactly. So, and I was thinking with Patricia, how he, you know, New England. Right, and how New England would, like, kind of plug guys into weird spots and just kind of work with players that maybe didn't have a position. 
perfect thing to see him drop. And I get, you know, I I if I was San Diego, I would have took or sorry, if I was the Chargers, Los Chargers, Angeles, I would have took them too. I would have took them too. The Giants, I probably would have took them too. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. That's the Giants passed going, up on him too. I thought he was going four to the Giants, which would make sense, man. I thought he was going four to the Giants, and they ended up taking a tackle, I believe. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get somebody to protect that kid, Dan, right? Danny so Dimes. that that I kind of get. It's like okay, that I kind of get. I didn't get the Detroit one. I see what the Dolphins were doing. It's like okay, I see what you're doing, but no way in hell am I ever taking. Uh, Herbert over Isaiah Simmons, period, regardless of who you yeah. was. So, like, the Dolphins had Herbert or Isaiah Simmons. They'd been dumb to take Herbert. Uh, I mean, it, uh, and Herbert is going to be sitting. I mean, Isaiah Simmons is plug and play. Right now. Right now. You got both. You, you got him. You got you – got, who was the other big boy that got down there on that line? Uh, Melvin – oh, shit. Ingram. Uh, Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Uh, you got Bosa. Um Darwin James. Um, I'm trying to think of a linebacker that's slipping my mind. They got a. They got. They got a good. Line yeah, they got a linebacker squad. Too, so man. like for them to just, which I'm glad, I'm elated that they didn't pick them up. But still. yeah, 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 for the Chiefs, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but as far as like why you would make that move, I have no idea. So. Know. Who knows? That was there. That was. That, I I don't see that. Uh. So, when this off with this, like this, this is time for grades. Uh, what would you give the Chiefs draft grade? Nah, I give them a solid B. Some of their picks, man, you just got to kind of wait and see. It's true. Um, you got to kind of dig into the to the YouTube to see what these guys are really talking about. Like I said, I'm not as versed in college football as I am in the NFL. So, um, I knew who Kareem Hunt was, though. And I actually said, oh. Kareem Hum is going to beat Spencer Ware out of his job. Right. I, I said that as soon as they got him. When I looked at his tape, um, it was just like, you've seen it. Right. Um, and it, this draft now, the running back that we got, I think he's going to be serviceable. I think he's I think he's going to play way more <coughs> than what people think he's going to play. Um, the middle linebacker from a, from Miss State, I think he's go, he's plug and play. Uh, some one of the middle linebackers and lost their job. I mean, R- Reggie Ragland, he never played. Nah. So it, uh, when he did, it wasn't very. He might out of sixteen game season, you might see two or three players like, all right, that was a good play. And then I think what did we get another O line? Yeah, we got a uh, a tackle from Utah or from TCU, I believe. Yeah, yeah. In which they said that dude's a beast. Like so, it's you yeah, know, it's something down the line with either Eric Fisher or Mitchell. Swartz. And you can always slide him into a guard. In which Andy Reid's great at that. Uh, the fourth round pick was a safety. The the tackles are usually better. The best offensive lineman you got. I agree. Yeah, right, right. Just in general, I mean, like you you can't really take a center to play tackle, but you. I mean, I'm not saying that you could take a tackle to play center neither, but. But you're more likely. To. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you have more. It seems like there's more versatility. Footwork, the footwork and everything else is better. So right. Yeah. Uh, they took a safety in the fourth round. Um, they took a. The safety though. They said he really plays corner. He played safety last year in that little whatever conference he was in. Right. Just to kind of make sure that – probably just to get somebody else some burn to see what else they had on that staff. They said he's really a, a corner. Right. Coach. They said he played corner the, the first year – or the year before that. So, And, and that's what I 
you know, even though it's safety, I, I imagine they end up uh, moving him to corner. Or Spagnolo likes to have that versatility amongst those players. That the way you can you can swap them in and out wherever because injuries are real. So yeah. like like we like we were talking earlier, Kendall Fuller was playing safety in the Super Bowl. Because now we got we got Thorn here, but who was the other safety? Armani Watts. Yeah, Armani. So this Watts. is his third year. Yep. His so, first year was IR. Yeah, so this year we actually get to be able to see what is he? He's strong safety though, isn't he? I believe so. So he's really behind. But it's one of those. Badgers. Yeah, it's one of those deals though. Like, you he think, probably if you want some side. playing time, you better be learn to, free. to be flexible over here at free safety. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Um, and, and with the honey badger, you know the Chiefs defense. They end up they they'll play three safeties. That mm-hmm. one safety coming up. You know Daniel Sorensen played that oh quite God. a bit. Sorensen played like a fucking beast. Yeah. Especially playoff. Time. Oh my God, Dirty Dan, bro, and I—that's where I eat my crow. I was like full of, uh, you know, he's the season before. Maybe it was just more so of uh, the defense that we was in, and he was just susceptible. Oh, he just—we was trying to get him know. to be fucking Eric Berry, and <laughs> like he just got burnt like toast quite a bit. So. Uh, yeah, no, he he was a beast, especially there there at the end of the season. Yeah, Dirty Dan stepped up. Man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. But so for my grade, you know, it's it obviously it's shit's to be a, to be determined. I'll tell you this: with us having the pick of the litter at running backs, we better have the best running back. Yeah, like because with us taking so the, so we took the first running back. We took the first running back. See, not even think about that. So he must be dope. You better be because at this point, there's all positions have been taken. At, even a fucking center had been taken at this mm-hmm. point. All positions had been taken. You had your pick of the litter at this one particular position. You better be right. This better end up being the top guy. At they were this happy. Particular they were happy with that. Pick. Right. And I've watched uh, quite a bit of YouTube on him the last couple of days. He looks solid, man. He looks like he's going to be good, and it's one of those deals where in our system, in our system, I think he, he could be great. Uh, from what I've heard, the other guys had a you know they had like eight hundred carries throughout their college. So they was already been it's already been working on them exactly to where this is his first year starting, and uh, oh, the kid that got drafted by Cincinnati, I'm not going to remember his Burrow. Yeah. He said that was the best player he's ever played with. So. He's played with Friday. That's what Burrow said. Yeah, so that's, you know. That's he played at Ohio State, too. Burrow? Yeah, he transferred. No, he did transfer. Yeah, you're right. He transferred. You're right. So, uh, yeah, for him to say that, like, that, that's pretty impressive. But, like, for me, you got pick of the litter. This better be the best running back. So, like, you, you don't have a that's, choice at that's, this point. That's definitely something to look at. That's a definitely optic to look at. Yeah, so, I'm expecting a lot out of him. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, I'm there with you, B. A lot of this shit's to be determined. Uh, even that, like you said, I, I wouldn't have mind if they would have went wide receiver at that uh, first round pick. Because, let's be honest, the ball's going to be in Pat's hand. Yeah. So, like, that's what – if there's a quarterback you want thrown 40 times a game, that's it. It's Pat. That's your boy. So, no big deal. That is your boy. All right. On that note, go Chiefs.